is Jared the GM on ESPN 1025, the game. We are live today, Floyd Reese, at the grand opening of the brand new Electronic Express out here in Cool Springs. Today's the grand opening celebration of the new Electronic Express in the old Toys R Us location. Come by now for amazing deals, plus free prizes and giveaways all day. And I got giveaways right here, Floyd. I got two pairs of tickets we'll be giving away. One pair. I say we give away one pair an hour. How about that? So each hour we'll be giving away a pair of tickets. We got a pair of tickets to uh, two pairs, so one pair an hour, for Vandy, Kentucky at Vandy. And then we got two pairs, so one pair an hour, for Preds and Jets. That's right, on Tuesday, November 19th. So who wants to go lower-level tickets, Preds and Jets, right here in my hand, GM. So here we go, Electronic Express. First of all, I want to give them a shout-out because they take, they take great care of their clients. How do I know this? I am at a client with Electronic Express. They did my whole house for me, and it is absolutely fantastic and awesome. Floyd, I've got a new nickname. What's that? Mr. Manual Labor. Uh. Believe it or not, Floyd, I was out there working my buns off with 200 volunteers. A lot of people from the Predators were out there. A lot of people from the station were out there with uh, Kaboom and the Preds Foundation as we built a brand-new playground today at Kip uh, Elementary School out in Antioch today. I was on mulch patrol, so I was doing a lot of shoveling and a lot of carrying, uh, and I did a great job, Floyd, and you would have died Watching me out there do manual labor because I was so, so good at it. Oh, I can just picture it. Of course, they were smart enough to at least put you on the mulch. That's something you can't. As long as you don't throw it on the pavement, you're okay. Because <laughs> it's hard to mess up mulch now. <laughs> what do you do? Oh, I mulch. Oh, so there, what do there, you do? I put it down the grass. There <laughs> were there were like three different like stages you could be in. Ah. So there was, you could be on top of the pile and kind of be knocking the mulch down to the shovelers. Ah. You could be a shoveler or you could be a carrier. So you shovel it onto the tarp and then you carry it over there. Kent, by the way, who works in our office, excellent shoveler. Ah. Which, does that surprise you at all? Uh, no, no. I mean, good. Kent, excellent shoveler. And, uh, and so, you know, it was part of a team. Chris Jungins from the Preds, he was part of my team. We did an excellent job, but it was really cool for the second year in a row for us to be a part of something with the Preds Foundation and with Kaboom to be building the playground for the kids. I mean, that's a playground that's going to last for 10, 15, 20 years so that there will probably be thousands of elementary school kids that will get to play on that playground who did not have a playground before. So it's really cool being a part of stuff like that. And I'm really thankful for the station to to want to get involved on that and the Predators Foundation for wanting to get involved in that. Of course, Kaboom for, for being able to come through with it. We are out here today in this Electronics Express. I'm going to tell you what. Now, this is a giant building, and it is full of everything. I'm looking at this. It's got TVs up and down an entire wall, and the wall's as big as a football field. I mean, this place is gigantic. I I don't, uh, of course, I don't shop a lot, as we all know. Uh, But I've gone to Electronics Express, and it was kind of, okay, here are the TVs, and you want radio, you want phones, you want anything electronic. But, man, they got everything here. Electronic Express so. has uh, more, nam- more name brands, the best service, and the lowest price guarantee. When I got my house done, I came to, I, I came to Electronic Express, and I literally, it was a one-day thing. I came in here, and I was like, I need this, 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 and this. 
and we went over it. Their salespeople know everything about every brand, and they were telling me, you want that, 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 got it done. Yeah, I mean, they got washing machines, refrigerators, major appliances. But you know what the best part was? What's that? They came to my house and set it all up. Yeah. You know, and it was part. not expensive to have the to have the installation. So I literally, they came to my home. I went went and did the show. When I got back from work, all the TVs were hung up. Everything was taken care of. I have not had a problem since. So, again, this is the brand-new Electronic Express. Come on out. Cool Springs, their new location, the old Toys R Us location, and they got great deals all day long. Plus, we're giving away all these tickets out here. Now, all of these TVs should be tuned to the Titans game on Sunday when they take on the Kansas City Chiefs. And I went on Kansas City Radio today, as I think you did as well. I went on Kansas City Radio today, and they were asking me, what do you think the Titans' chances are of winning this game? (laughs) And I said, guys, I'm going to be honest with you. I got about 500 reasons to pick Kansas City. And I got one reason to pick the Titans. And the one reason is, is the one thing the Titans have done under Mike Vrabel consistently is when they play one of the good teams who you think they got no shot of beating, they find a way to pull it out. New England, Philadelphia, Dallas, Houston last year with a backup quarterback and backup tackles. Something about Mike Vrabel, and maybe it's not even Vrabel, maybe it's the core of the team because they have two of these against Kansas City where they've pulled them out of their rear ends in the last couple of years. There's something about this team, and it's the only reason I'm not willing to write this game off on Sunday. Because with a healthy Mahomes back for Kansas City, I don't know where the advantage for the Titans is. But for some reason, we went into the Patriot game last year saying, boy, the Patriots are rolling, the Titans are what they are, and the Titans crushed them. And so I've seen the Titans do this before where they lose frustrating games and you're frustrated and all of a sudden the Titans go out there and they beat a New England. Well, this is another New England, and that's the only hope I think I feel like I can give Titans fans for this game because it's the only thing I can tell myself. Well, I think, you know, I look at it and I say, okay, I think as a group our defense is better at 11 guys. Okay, now there are areas of their defense where where they're better. But as a group, we're better. Now, you go over to the offense, and, of course, they have the advantage. And, and therein lies the rub because they've got some people on offense that just are, I mean, forget who the, who's playing them. I mean, you know, you can't stop Kelsey. You can't stop. There are guys there that are just so talented that, you know, you have to hope you can stop them every once in a while, and you have to hope that they're going to not make a play. It's going to be a bad throw, or they're going to drop, or they're going to, you know, all the all the bad things that can happen because uh, because if they go out and execute mm-hmm. and play, I mean, it's, it's going to be tough sledding. They're just that talented. Um, but we've seen this all before, you know, and when you go into games like this and you're a team like Tennessee, you know, you have to – some of the advantages you have aren't obvious, you know, like being physical. Like running the ball and being tough running the ball and eating up the clock and, and doing things like that's where, you know, if you find a way to, to squeak it out, you end up doing a bunch of those kinds of things. Hope they turn it over a time or two. Hope that, you know, Mahomes hasn't played in in three weeks, over three weeks, and you say, well, maybe, maybe he's a little rusty. You know, maybe he'll throw you one or, or maybe he'll take a chance or maybe he'll misread, which is always a possibility, uh, versus – you know, versus our our defense, 
and and maybe throw one that he shouldn't throw. You know, who knows? But, I mean, a million things can happen. I know a million things can happen, but that is the way you talk when your team really has no chance outside of, hey, it's the NFL. Anything can happen in the NFL. Yeah. that's the, And that's that's the path you're going, and I get that. And it's funny, but because, that's what I hate because that's when you know you're completely. Yeah, outclassed. but I mean, I think this. I think this happens. We want to make it sound like it's a once in a lifetime event. I mean, this happens weekly. You know, you look at football at any level, and you see every single week where you know the game's over, and you go, "Geez, how did that team beat that team?" And uh, and it happens. And you know, so it's not. It's not like it never, ever happens. It doesn't happen a lot. It doesn't happen a lot to one team, but it happens. So you're hanging your hat on the, hey, it could happen. I'm hanging my hat on that Vrabel teams come out and in games you think they have no shot, they pull out of their rear ends. That's what I'm hanging my hat on is what they did last year. New England, Dallas, Houston, Philadelphia. Now, it's almost heartbreaking because it's – you know that for every Philadelphia, there's a subsequent Buffalo the next week. But this is the Philadelphia. This is the New England. This is the Dallas. This is those kind of teams. And they're good at home against those kind of teams. They've beaten Green Bay at home recently. They've beaten New England at home recently. At least that's something that the Titans have done consistently Whereas you're, hey, in the NFL, anything can happen. That, that feels... Oh, well, yeah, but you're talking about stuff that happened last year. I don't care about what happened last year. That's all I, I got. I don't care about what happened. The, the Titans haven't beaten a good team That's this what I'm year. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to look at it this year. What can you do this year to find a way to win? You know, what I did four years ago is not going to help me this week. And, and really, what I did last week is certainly not going to help me this week. So, you know, we've got to change all of that. I know, but banking on, well, you know, maybe they screw up. Maybe you play well. Maybe you, those those that, things happen. I, 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 I mean, I, you got to count on it. Do you what? do you think that this team has something in them in these kind of games under Vrabel? Like what? Like how they played against the Patriots last year? Oh no! How they played against the Cowboys last year? How they played against the Eagles last year? No, I don't. I mean, I don't think it's anything you know, particular to us. It's it's just like, it's a, that's a great example of just what I'm talking about. Those are, you just named five or six games we should have never won. But we won. How? Well, we got a little, you know, Brady comes out, Brady doesn't play good, and all of a sudden we get an interception and we score, and then that's the difference in the game. And that's what you, you're, you're looking for games like that, and you know they happen because, um, because we've seen them happen. Uh, and I think that's just what you're hoping for. You're going, you know, if if you go out, the truth is, on a weekly basis, if teams like New England go out and play as well as they can play, They'll they win, every, they win game. every game. Yeah. If if Kansas City goes out, plays as well as they they win every game. Yeah, if Georgia plays South so, Carolina 20 times, yeah, they probably they win every, They win every game. So, you know, you go through it, and yet you see that those teams are not winning every game. Well, why not? Well, they're not because they're going into a game and probably screwing it up more than the other team is just lining up and beating them. Okay, we're on the Chiefs. 615-737-1025 is the phone number. 615-737-1025. Is there any hope for the Titans to beat the Chiefs? The only hope I have is what they did last year in those games. That in those games last year, they found a way. And that's all I got. And I hate saying that. 
But that's all I got. 615-737-1025 plus. Can the Titans players really compete with the Chiefs players? We'll discuss that coming up. Jared and the GM again. We are live from Electronic Express, their brand new location. I'm telling you, brand spanking new. This is the grand opening at 1735 Galleria Boulevard in Cool Springs. The old Toys R Us location, Electronic Express, has the best prices from all the major brands on 4K TVs, major appliances, computers, tablets, mattresses, and so much more. And again, I've told you all about Electronic Express and how they did my house, and it was so easy and pain-free. I came into the store, picked out the TVs and appliances I wanted. They showed up like two days later, three days later, something like that, and installed it right then and there, and I didn't have to do anything, even though I am now officially Mr. Manual Labor. Didn't have to do anything on that, and it was so convenient, and it was perfect price. So Electronic Express, again, the brand-new opening, grand opening right here out at Cool Springs Boulevard in the old Toys R Us location. Jared and the GM, CSPN 1025, the game. Your face like that with rare speed like Tyreek Hill, how does that change the game? Well, I mean, I think you have to be conscious. You have to be smart of, you know, where, where you're at and the shots that they like to take and, you know, making sure that you play with, you know, proper leverage and you, that you're on top and that, you know, we understand that they have more X plays than any offense in the league. And that's... Um, you know, when they're able to hit those, those chunk plays allow them to change field position, uh, gain momentum. And so uh, he, he's a large part of what they do to, to get those explosive plays. He, he attacks the football um, when, when there's coverage and, and just, you know, like John mentioned, the trust that the quarterback has to, to throw it up to a certain player. There you go, Ty Reek Hill. And he's one of like seven names, Floyd, when it comes to the Chiefs. And we were talking about Kansas City as we're live at Electronic Express, their brand new or their brand new store, their grand opening out here on Cool Springs Boulevard in the old Toys R Us location uh, at Electronic Express. And again, we're giving away tickets every hour, so come on out and uh, register to win. Now, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, LaShawn McCoy, Mecole Hardiman, Sammy Watkins, Patrick Mahomes. Floyd, I don't think the Titans have the players that are capable of playing with the Kansas City players. When I look at the Kansas City players, I feel like that's a different class of athlete, different class of football player that Kansas City has. And I was on Kansas City Radio today, and I said the only guy who I feel like would would be in that level of player at times is Derrick Henry. That he's like the only guy, kind of that fits those kind of names. It's like an all-star team when you look at Kansas City. So do the Titans have players capable of competing with Kansas City? Well, I mean, we've got the player, but they're different players. I mean, they, the thing Kansas City has is they have phenomenal speed on offense, and that's the thing that scares you. They can run like the wind. Hardiman and um, and what's his name? Whoever they, I can forget it. Watkins. About. No, not Watkins. He can't run. The other guy. Uh, Star Hill. Hill. Yeah, those guys. I mean, they can run like the wind. I mean, we don't have anybody that can run with them. But nobody else does either. I mean, they have that kind of speed. Um, you know, the the. other than that, though, I mean, you know, they're just, when you're talking about taking hits and you're talking about being physical and you're talking about, you know, going after contested balls and are they big, strong guys? No, they're not. I mean, they're all kind of 
undersized guys, but man, oh man, are they fast. I mean, they can run. And that's the big difference. Hardiman, I remember the story Mahomes told Hardiman when he first got there. He was messing around and they overthrew him or something. And 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 Mahomes told Hardiman, he goes, forget about the pattern. Forget it, but just run as fast as you can. And I'll throw it to you. And that's exactly what they do. His agents go down the field, run as fast as they can. And I'm going to throw the ball to you. Um, really, the biggest mismatch, the biggest area where I think we... We lack, you know, a somebody that can handle is is Kelsey, and Kelsey when even in the playoff game last year or two years ago, whenever it was, where we where he got started, and we he ended up getting knocked out of the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was on his way to about two hundred yards worth of receptions. I mean, he was killing us, and uh, and it's that's the the part that worries me as much as anything else. As far as somebody that can just line up and is going to go out there every play and can catch a ball for 15 yards, you know, can just keep doing it. Yeah, because it's not like you've figured uh, out since then how to cover tight ends. No, I mean, he's in, and that has, you know, an area that we've been a little bit weak in, and that is where they are really strong. I mean, Kelsey is, is a special guy. So, um, you know, I think it's, I think it's a matter of you gotta, you've got to not – try to play their game you know you can't we we can't run with them the dory maybe can run with one of them i don't know which one uh, yeah but but, but it's not LaShawn sims is not running with the well, other guys. and logan ryan logan just can't do it and so you know if we we get caught in in zero coverage and you've got logan running with one of those guys you're going to be in trouble uh and he knows that you know he's smart too um so he can look at that and he knows that but uh um, but, you know, the running game is not a real physical running game. It's a speed running game. There's a lot. That offense has a lot of deception, a lot of window dressing uh, to run some basic plays. But they do between the motions and the shifts and the and the movement. And, you know, they want to try to distract you all the time before they do something, like I said, that is that is relatively simple. Um, and and I think a lot of people get caught up in that because you're so afraid all the time of, you know, one of those speed guys getting the ball out in the open because, you know, chances of catching them are not real good. So, again, I just wonder, are the Titans players, the, are they in the same class with the Kansas City players? I mean, Kansas City defensively, I mean, like Honey Badger is a good player and he's always been a good player, but yeah. he is what he is. I mean, he's not, yeah. you know, the, 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 the Titans offense. Because, again, I was on the radio in Kansas City, and they asked me about Tannehill, and they asked me about the, And I said, if I'm Kansas City, the only guy I'm really worried about is Derrick Henry. I mean, I am circling. I am underlining. I am exclamation pointing everything with Derrick Henry. Why? Because Derrick Henry's the one guy who can beat me. Derrick Henry's the one guy who has beaten me before. And if Derrick Henry holds on to the football for... 37 minutes, Tennessee's going to have a chance to win. So he's the only guy. Plus, I don't think Kansas City's run defense is all that good. When I look at the class of player on Kansas City's defense, I'm not really all that worried. But when I look at the class of player that Kansas City has on offense, and then I look at the kind of coach Kansas City has, I get real worried well, real they fast got, the Titans don't match know, up. The best part of their team's their offense. best part of our team's defense. You know, So you got to go in there and 
I mean, they're going. Dean's going to have to be really smart about what he does, which he always is. I'm not saying that, but I mean, you've got to about be really careful about what you. You've got to be patient because it is really easy to get impatient with these guys because they're going to, you know, they're going to roll up some yards now. They're going to gain some first, get some first downs. They're going to do all that kind of stuff because, because their uh, their offense is like a machine. You know, I mean, it's it's running well, and so um, it's you know it's a tremendous challenge for them. Uh, the other side of the ball, we've got our offense, which is, you know, I think probably leveling out a little bit from the standpoint that I think we got a better idea of what, you know, what we can and can't do. Uh, and if you can go in there and be physical, and if you can go in there and play pass and get the ball down the field and, you know, break a tag, do all those things that you, you know, normally have to do, you you'll have a chance. See, I, I just wish I could be. I mean, I'm not trying to be Debbie Downer. I'm not trying to be doom and gloom over here. But the Kansas City Chiefs, that is a different caliber of team. On and, offense, and, and, and but about, not defense. And two weeks ago. But not defense. Well, two weeks ago, I, I started to give myself a little hope with Kansas City because, I mean, Indianapolis and Houston beat them. I mean, they didn't yeah. beat the brakes off them or anything like that, but Indianapolis and Houston went in there and beat them, and I think the Titans should be able to compete with Indianapolis and Houston. And uh, the the running back at, at Indy ran for, like, 160 or something. You know, so that's that's what you got to do. And, and that's what we're going to try to do anyway. You know, so we, we just have to make it work. More and, carries and, for Deion and Lewis. They, and they know what we're going to be trying to do. I mean, it's not going to be – what's going to happen in the game is not going to be a secret to anybody. No. So they're going to try to chuck gonna, the ball down the field. If the Titans send everybody back, they'll throw it to Kelsey underneath who will catch about six passes and then they'll end up in the end zone. Or if they're worried about Kelsey and they come up a little bit, then one of those guys is going to run past everybody. Mahomes is going to run around by the time that he unleashes the ball. That guy will be way behind the Titans defense and it'll be a touchdown. And the Titans are going to try to hand it off to Derrick Henry on every play. I mean, that's what I sense is going to happen. Well, Vrabel mentioned the other day, and it's and it's really, really true with this, with this offense, which is, you know, it's not, it's not a timing, uh, passing team. You know, timing is not their thing. It's not precision. It's just like he said. It is big play after big play after big play, explosive plays. Quarterbacks are going to get back. Quarterbacks are going to break contain. He's going to be on the run. All the receivers see it. All the receivers adapt to the scramble. And he puts the ball down there. And that's, you know, that's what happens with regularity. And that's why, you know, there are certain things you're going to have to do. If you're in coverage, you cannot leave your receivers. You cannot. The time you think the ball's gone, he's still running. He's still looking. And if you think it's all over with, you pull up even a little bit, one of those guys will run by you so fast you, you won't know what happened. 615-737-1025 is the phone number. 615-737-1025. Mike Vrabel today asked if the Titans are confident. And I kind of have a question about that. We'll get to that coming up next. Again, it's Jared and the GM. We are live out at Electronic Express, the brand-new location out here in Cool Springs. Again, here are some of the low prices that they've got. We got we're giving away a pair of tickets every hour, so come on out and register one of those tickets. we got a 55-inch 4K UHD TV, only $199, a Dyson handheld V7 vacuum, only $99, a Tennessee, as in a University of Tennessee, six-quart crock pot, $9, I feel like I'm like Drew Carey over here on Prices Right. 
Uh, the LG Front Load Steam Washer and Dryer, four ninety nine each. Xbox One Digital, one forty nine, and much, much more. A sixty five inch TCL four K UHD TV with Roku, only three ninety nine. That's how low these prices are out here at Electronic Express. Jared and the GM, ESPN one zero two five. The game is sending one lucky listener and a guest at Dallas with the Winter Classic Celebration Flyaway. Listen for your chance to qualify this week at seven a.m., eleven a.m., and three. PM. A winner will be announced on Friday, November 15th during Jared and the GM at 5.30. The grand prize includes round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, a pair of tickets to see Leonard Skinner at the American Airlines Center on New Year's Eve, a pair of tickets to the Winter Classic as the Preds take on the Stars at the Cotton Bowl. Prizes are courtesy of Outback Presents. For more details, visit thegamenashville.com. Jared and the GM, it's ESPN 1025, the game. Do you think this is a confident team? I mean, I, I certainly hope so. I mean, I think that there's Again, there's times when you look at things that we do, um, it looks like it's well run, it looks like it's fast and it's uh, coordinated and done how we coach it and how we um, hoped that it would go. You know? And then when things don't go well, hopefully that we can understand that that's going to not have any bearing on what we do moving forward. And I think that that's always something that we're always trying to, to improve. That was Mike Vrabel talking about, hey, are you a confident team? What's he supposed to say to that? I don't know. Like what? Another one of those genius questions. What do you say? Like, no, I'm not confident <laughs> in my team at all. It's like you go to a married guy and say, uh, "Do you love your wife?" Yeah. Do you love your wife? Do you cheat on your wife? What's he gonna say? <laughs> of course, doesn't everyone? So Brable's asked about you. Do you think you have a confident team? I guess so. I hope so. And then said that the one thing I agree with Vrabel that he said there is when they do the right thing, they're a good team. The problem is, is they don't do the right thing enough. And how many other teams in the league look at themselves and say, you know, when we do the right thing, we're a good team. Everything. I mean, the Bengals probably don't look at it that way. The Browns probably don't look at it that way. But I promise you the Steelers. Right now, they know that they're hurt. They know Ben's not in there, and they know that, you know, this year got off to a rocky start. But the Steelers probably look at the way they play and say, hey, when we do the right thing, we're a good team. Well, that's not good enough for the Titans right now. And I'm not saying Vrabel, you know, Vrabel just said whatever because, again, the question was ridiculous. Like, do do you confident? That's like saying, Coach, are you going to win this week? Like, what are you supposed to say? But I do think... I do wonder about the confidence of the Titans, if that makes any sense. Like, are they a confident team? I mean, I think certain players have confidence. I think Ryan Tannehill plays confidently out there at quarterback, which is a step up from the guy who was playing quarterback before. But I, I don't I don't think any of them. I mean, I don't know who lacks confidence. But I don't think, I mean, when you give the ball to Derek, I mean, is there any doubt but that he thinks he's going to gain yards? I mean, when Tannehill throws it down to, you know, Walker or Davis or whoever, I mean, they think they're going to catch it and gain yards. I mean, I, I don't know. Um, you know, nobody's going out there planning to fail or nobody's going out there saying, I can't catch this ball now. Well, he hasn't thrown it yet. I know, but he's going to throw it to me and I can't catch it. I mean, that you know, that doesn't exist. Plus, what is confidence for a team in the NFL? Like, Green Bay was 7-1 and one last week. I'm sure they're a confident team. Green Bay went to the Chargers and got their rear end spanked. Why? Because that's life in the NFL. 
I mean, I still think Green Bay is probably confident that they're a good team, but. Co- team confidence in the NFL is not a big thing. Individual confidence is a big thing. And if you have individuals that are confident, then your team's going to be confident. And so I think when you look at it, you have to, that's why I said, you know, I look at this team and I don't, I don't see anybody that, that in my mind is, is going into this game saying, you know what, I can't block that guy. You know, or I can't run that pattern or I can't catch that ball. I mean, they're all going to, you know. Going there thinking they can do all that. Okay, but going in there thinking you can do it and being confident you can do it are two totally different things. I don't think it is. Like they went into Jacksonville. They went into Jacksonville. You think you can do something? That's confidence. Well, they went to Jacksonville into that game, and Jameel Douglas thought he could block what's his name, Calais Campbell. Right. And he had no chance. Right. He could not block that. Well, it doesn't mean he was right, but I think he still went in thinking that's what I got to do. I mean, that's my job. I mean, if let me say this. If you don't go into a game confident, you won't be there long. You will be out. I mean, you have got to play. And how many pro athletes have you ever met at any level that aren't really confident? Oh, I think every pro athlete thinks they should play more, get the ball more, Absolutely. be respected more, be paid more. Absolutely. Be, uh, I, more and more. I'm better than everybody thinks. I didn't get a chance. I didn't. On and on and on. Which I actually think is really a common theme amongst most athletes. But in order to be a pro athlete, you have to think that way. Because if not, you'll be like, I had a buddy who played quarterback, right? And he played quarterback at a college. And they had, you know, they had a, an established starter who ended up being a first-round draft pick who was a year younger than him. And so he knew once that guy was the starter, he knew he wasn't going to start at quarterback. Well, in college football, if you're not going to start at quarterback, you have three options. One, you can enjoy being a backup and play your rear end off in practice, and then maybe you get put into the game if something happens a la Kyle Trask at Florida right now, and then you've got to run with your opportunity. Two, you transfer, which is what 99% of those quarterbacks who end up places where there's an established starter, that's not 99% of what they do. LSU might win the national championship because Dwayne Haskins was the starting quarterback at Ohio State last year. And three, you just kind of, just whatever, and you just go through the motions and you, you stay on scholarship and you get your scholarship money and you do your practice and you go through the motions, but you don't put it all into it. Well, if you do that, you're not going to the NFL. And so there's nobody in the NFL that doesn't have the confidence of, oh, I want to play or, oh, I can do it. And sometimes that, you know, gets to be a little bit too much. Well, plus all those guys have been stars in high school, stars in college at some level or another. And even though they played on bad teams, I mean, they they were stars. They were good players. And now they're in the NFL and they think, hey, I'm going to be a good player. Except uh, Kyle Trask was not a star in high school. Have you heard the story about Kyle Trask, the yeah. Florida quarterback? Yeah. How he just sat the bench the whole time and, you know, whatever. Now he's a starting quarterback for a top-ten team at Florida. But I know what you mean. The other side of the confidence I think is more is the least important but the most easy to talk about, and that is the fans' confidence in the Titans. And I don't think the fans' confidence in the Titans is very high. And I'm not sure how much Floyd cares about that. I'm going to guess not a great deal. Well, I don't care about it because I don't know about it. What the fans' confidence is? Yeah, I mean, I haven't. I could stand out there and have a poll as they all walked into the stadium. 
hands up of those who think that's confident. Okay, now the next hands up for those who aren't confident. Count them up. Go from there. Well, I don't think that the fans are very confident, uh, but the Titans haven't given the fans a lot to be confident about this year. And every time the Titans start to get their hope up a little bit, the Titans then go to Carolina, do everything wrong, and they go out of their way to lose the game. That's just what we've seen this season from the Titans. The other point of the fans and the confidence is expect a lot of red Sunday in that stadium. I bet you it's 50-50 Kansas City fans. Oh, I don't know. I don't know how good Kansas City travels. I know at home they're strong. I don't know how well they travel. They travel well, but because they're good. You know, it's like uh, when I went to the Vanderbilt-Georgia game and a Georgia fan asked me, is every Vanderbilt game like this? And I wanted to say, well, Mr. Georgia fan, you've probably been a Georgia fan for about 40 or 50 years, and you're just asking me this now, and they've played here every other year. So let me ask you why you didn't make the trip to Vanderbilt all the other years they played here. Oh, because you weren't the number two team in the country then. That's why. So when you're good, you travel more. Just from what I've been hearing, and again, I was on Kansas City Radio today. I think you were probably on Kansas City Radio earlier today. I'm hearing that it's going to be just packed red. And the difference is, is with some of these other teams, they can bring some of their fans like the Colts. They can bring fans, but the Blues kind of blend in with one another, and so it doesn't. That Kansas City red, that stands right out in a crowd that is, generally speaking, blue. So that is going to be, so I don't know. I don't know what the confidence level of the fans is in this game. The confidence level of the team, I think Floyd's right. I don't think that really matters what the confidence level of the team is. The confidence level of individual players, I think that's important. I think Ryan Tannehill, for example, is really confident. You know who I'm really worried about in terms of confidence right now? The kicker. (laughs) I'm worried about the kicker. I am scared to death about the kicker. The kicker will have to make like 45 straight kicks in order for me to not be worried about the kicker. And no, I'm not going to stop talking about kicker. Vrabel was also asked about kicker today. Like, so are you going to have a private conversation with Ryan or something like that? And I'm thinking to myself, What's Vrabel going to do? Go up to him and say, hey, if you miss kicks, you lose your job? Ryan Suckup knows that. That's, that's the job description of kicker in this league. So, I mean, I just. They, they understand what's going on. Those kickers know, and those players, as a matter of fact, but kickers for sure know. Um, and that's why when I, you know, uh, when I signed a kid, I always told him exactly what, you know, all right, when you tell me where you make field uh, from the 40. I said, okay, as long as you make all the field goals from the 40 and you give us 50-50 from beyond that, you'll be here. You'll have a job. Now, you start messing up that 40 part, you know, it's going to get shaky. And so, he, you know, they. I think they understood that. Really, I think they appreciated it because they know that, you know, you give me, give me a 54-yarder and say, hey, kick it for your job. That's not easy sledding. Well, that's what Vrabel so. did with uh, Cairo Santos. Yeah. Vrabel <laughs> ran him out there for that 53 or 56 or whatever Some, it was. Sometimes you don't have a choice. But, but again, I think if you're, you know, in a situation where you're saying, hey, I mean, he told me from 50 out it was 50-50. So, I mean, I always thought that helped the coaches too. You know, you, have you ever, know. as a general manager, have you ever been in a situation where you had a team – 
miss four kicks in one game and miss three kicks in another game? Oh, golly. Uh, if I did, I don't remember it, but that doesn't mean it didn't happen. I just don't remember it. 615-737-1025 is the phone number. 615-737-1025. Did you see who's back in the news, Floyd? <laughs> no. A.B. Antonio Brown has worked his way back in and out of the news in like the last six hours. We will discuss that next. Jared and the GM live again today at the brand new Electronic Express location out here in Cool Springs. Again, it's in the old Toys R Us location on uh, Cool Springs Boulevard. Come on out for amazing deals plus free prizes and giveaways all day. We're giving away a pair of tickets every hour so come on out and register to win tickets we got vandy in kentucky we got preds and jets so get excited about that 615-737-1025 electronic express has more name brands the best service and the lowest prices guaranteed i know that because i use electronic express in my house 615-737-1025 jared the gm CSPN 1025 The Game. And more before they claim wide receiver Josh Gordon on waivers Friday, the Seahawks have been doing their due diligence on Antonio Brown. Russell Wilson was even pushing the team to sign Brown before it claimed Gordon on Friday. But now that the Seahawks have added another weapon in Gordon, it looks like Brown will have to continue looking for work with one fewer option. But as Agent Drew Rose now said, there are three teams that are very interested in signing Antonio Brown. At this point in time, we'll see how it works out, the investigation, I think the teams are waiting for it to wrap up. So that was earlier today. Adam Schefter says, hey, teams are interested in Antonio Brown. They're just waiting for the investigation to end up on whatever, you know, round out, which, again, we don't even have that. So <laughs> so an hour ago, Ian Rappaport says in the NFL Network that Antonio Brown was expected to meet with league officials next week for their investigation into the civil uh, the civil claims against A.B., right? So A.B. out of the league, got the investigation. Not so fast. A.B. with a Twitter meltdown, Floyd. Antonio Brown, this is from the ESPN article, a week before he's scheduled to meet with NFL investigators, free agent wide receiver Antonio Brown said in a profanity-filled tweet that he wants to clear, that he wants the league to, quote, clear my name, but reiterated that he'll, quote, never play again in a league that he says treats black players unfairly. Earlier Thursday, sources told Josina Anderson that Brown is scheduled to meet with the NFL next week concerning the the accusations of sexually assaulting multiple women and that the veteran wide receiver is eager to present his side. However, hours later, Brown took to social media to display his frustration with the league. Can we just as a as a society give up now on Antonio Brown? I, I mean, I don't know why we're still talking about him. <laughs> I mean, I've given up a long time ago. I'll be at the gym. It'll be the the sad part about this is, and it's the same everywhere. You've got people like Derrick Henrys and you know guys that are really really good class guys in the league. Mariota, Mariota, whoever, Tana whatever Hill. name most of the most of the players on our team. But, I mean, there are a number of those guys throughout the league. We never, ever talk about him. Never, you know, you never mention him. Antonio Brown, we'll talk about him every single day, and he's just a big pile of dung, you know. But we'll keep talking about him. I think Antonio Brown is crazy. I mean, I, I have gotten to the point now 
with Antonio Brown, where I'm just ready to say the guy is. I'm. I'm not even. I, I'm not there now. I was there when Titan fans would call this show saying sign Antonio Brown, and I'm saying, what are you doing? Antonio Brown is bananas. He is off the reservation. He is. He is gone. He is. Uh, and I don't know. Like a lot of people say that he was never the same after the hit he took from Vontez Burfitt in that playoff game. And I'm not a, a neurologist, so that's not my forte. But he's crazy. He is legitimately nuts. And how can any – like I, I see Michael Irvin a couple weeks ago said he wants the Cowboys to sign Antonio Brown. And I saw the other day, I was at the gym, and I'm walking by, and I see, should the Eagles sign Antonio Brown? And I'm thinking, what? What? Like, What? Where is all this coming from? And it's like the media has an infatuation with Antonio Brown. They cannot let Antonio Brown go. I don't. How many? Te- you heard Schefter there say that teams are interested in AB. They're just waiting for this to to wrap up. Do you really believe that? That there's a one team in this league that is thinking about bringing Antonio Brown aboard? Oh, I don't know who it would be, but I mean, I think I'll be surprised if that thing wraps up anytime soon. Why? I just bet it takes a long time. Why? You say it was such a smirk. If he meets Uh, with him next week, shouldn't it wrap up, you know, eventually sometime around the corner? We're we're in week going into week, what, 10? Yes. Yeah. So there's only like six weeks left. Okay, but then A.B. could play next year. But A.B. said he's not going to play again. But then A.B. will say again that he wants to play, and then he'll say that he doesn't want to play, and they'll say that he wants to play, and then at some point he'll say he doesn't want to play. And then at some point he'll be 50 years old and he won't be able to play anymore. And then He'll be like T.O. He'll get out of it and sit out for about five years and say, hey, I'm ready to come back. Are you really? (laughs) So another interesting story that I don't know anything about, but apparently Chris Carter, the, uh, the Pro Bowl wide receiver from the Vikings, Chris Carter hosted a daily show on Fox Sports 1 called First Things First. And his last show, I guess, was October 30th. And he was placed uh, reportedly on in, on indefinite leave and has now been uh, fired from Fox Sports. And it originally came out, there was a rumor, that it was that he was unhappy with his bosses, that he was not included in Fox's Thursday night uh, package when the pregame show has Tony Gonzalez and Rob Gronkowski, and I guess the pregame show films from, like, the same studio that he films his daily show from. And so they said that that's what Chris Carter was mad about. Now, Andrew Marshan of the New York Post reports that it has nothing to do with that, and it apparently is a much more serious issue surrounding Chris Carter. My guess is, if it's a serious issue that surrounds Chris Carter, that's probably the end we're ever going to see of Chris Carter on television. I don't know. He's been there. He hadn't been there that long. Since 2016. That long? I I thought it was only like a year. But that's but that show has only been around for like a year and a half. Plus, oh, maybe plus that's nobody watches that show anyways. Yeah. But but I I do feel like I mean this is gonna sound crazy because I clearly he might be bananas too, just like Antonio Brown. I like Chris Carter. I liked Chris Carter on Inside the NFL. I liked Chris Carter on ESPN. I liked Chris Carter on Fox. Yeah, I mean I've always I've never had an issue with Chris and and never really. I mean. Uh, not even the fall guy the thing? People, the people that I've known that have been around him 
I mean, I don't think any of them have spoken ill of him or his habits. Or you, his you didn't whatever. have a problem, though, with the fall guy thing at the rookie symposium? What was the fall guy thing? When he got up in front of all the rookies and said, uh, now if you ever get in trouble, be sure to get a fall guy. <laughs> and now you'll get the fall guy out of trouble, but, you know, just if you ever there, get the fall, the fall guy. And Warren Sapp is up there on stage with him like, mm-hmm. I, I, you don't I mean, remember that story? I, that was I a great story. I don't, I mean, who knows? I guess that led to them canceling the rookie symposium. <laughs> they no longer hold the rookie symposium anymore because, like, and what's funny is a lot of the things that have come out of that symposium were pretty funny, like the Herm Edwards, like the, the rule of one, where Herm Edwards told all the rookies, you know, just there needs to be a rule of one. And he's like, you know what? You're going to have some money. Get a house. Get a nice house. Get one. Get you a car. Drive it up and down. Get one. You want a girlfriend? Get a girlfriend. Get one. And that was uh, that was like Herm Edwards thing, and everybody laughed at that. And and then the Michael or the uh, Chris Carter fall guy thing came out, and they canceled the symposium. So I don't know what's happening with CC, but a little sad note there that Chris Carter's out at Fox. 615-737-1025. Coming up next on Jared and the GM. Again, we are live out here at uh, Electronic Express in Cool Springs. Can we draw our lucky winner for our first uh, pair of tickets? But coming up next, Mel Kuyper Jr. has narrowed it down to three. Three quarterbacks he thinks might go with the number one pick. One, what do we think of those guys? Two, what are the chances one of those guys falls to the Titans? And what are Floyd's initial thoughts? We'll get to that next. It's Jared and the GM live out at Electronic Express, where once again out here in Cool Springs, the brand new grand opening of this brand new store out here at Electronic Express. Uh, they've got great prices, amazing deals all day, plus free prizes and giveaways all day out here at Electronic Express. Jared and the GM, it's ESPN 1025, the game.